Tonight, we're taking your questions and talking about kink. Welcome to BSing with Barak and Sheba on the Erotic Awakening Podcast. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. If you're offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. So, Barak, what are we talking about tonight? I, what kind of questions did we get? I this is our clue. inaugural show. Welcome. Woohoo! BS. Well, so, I don't know. I was, do we want to talk first about where we've been lately? I think that's a good idea. I, I think that's a good idea to share what we've been doing, who we've been doing, who we've been doing it to, and what part of the countries we've been in. <laughs> so, we just got back from ShibariCon this past weekend, where... I broke the cherry of someone who's been in the scene for 37 years. <laughs> Can I just say thank you to Slave705 for allowing me to shove my chocolate-coated toes into his mouth? Now, let me tell you, the logistics from that particular scene, pretty intense. So if you intend to find a chocolate shoe... To slide it gently onto the toes of someone you love. <laughs> Make sure you ask him to get it in a size that actually fits that person's foot. <laughs> exactly. Because if you don't, you'll be ending up standing on the dungeon floor with a hair dryer. Trying to melt chocolate shoes. <laughs> trying to melt chocolate shoes onto the one you love. Or at least onto somebody near you. <laughs> so it was a great event. I had a great time. How about you? I did. I did. We, uh, we even got some questions. We did. We got some gonna, questions yeah. there talk about tonight and we're going to talk about the people who asked them Mm -hmm. we're going to say a few things about the people who shared with us we're also going to talk about uh a lot of the instructors we saw some of the presenters we we saw there we're probably going to be bringing to a future event Mm, speaking of future events tickets are on sale now for cope get them while they're going because they're going fast yep this whole weekend they've been this past weekend they've been on sale and let me tell you they're going like wildfire they're going crazy. We only have probably about 100 left. And so if you want to join us at the event, I would get on that freight train right now before it hits the slope down. Mm-hmm. First question. You ready for the first question? Or do we talk about where we're going to be in the future? Well, let's get to the first question. No, we should talk about where we're going to be. Okay. No? You want to talk about where we're going to be? No. Okay. <laughs> So the first question is, I love this question. I'm not sure who, who asked this. Do we, do we know? Yes, we do. This is Ms. Anonymous. Ms. Anonymous. Ms. Anonymous. Wonderful name. So Ms. Anonymous says, I am bisexual and enjoy sexual experiences with other women. My sir is straight and does not play with others, nor does he approve of me sexually interacting with other men. There is not an issue with me sexually interacting with women. We have wanted to attend some AIS events in the future. In this situation considered above by AI, is this situation considered acceptable by AIS? How is a monogamous couple accepted into AIS community? First of all, can I just say, you're not monogamous. You fuck women. How are you monogamous? <laughs> um, and second, hell yeah. It doesn't matter who you fuck, when you fuck them, how often you fuck them, or where you fuck them. You can bring them all to AIS and we'll watch you do it. Or we won't if you don't want us to watch. But we like to watch. Exactly. I would. I would really. And let's get, let's get a little more into detail with this particular question. When you say you're bisexual and enjoy sexual experiences with other women, and your sir uh, approves of that, 
that in itself is stepping outside of your relationship and by definition moves you from monogamous to poly and not necessarily poly well, you could be swingers poly. you could well which is really a type of poly mm-hmm. it's a type of open relationship yeah and anytime you open your relationship to include more than the initial participants it is an open relationship and it would not be considered by strict definition monogamous now that is not to say that we judge any form of monogamy we have many people who are monogamous who actually date us but we have many monogamous couples at AIS who actually don't play with other people and don't have any type of sexual interaction with other people. And they really enjoy coming to AIS events because they can talk to people, they can flirt with people, but there's no pressure, you know, mm-hmm. for them to have to play with or interact sexually with anyone else but the partner that they came with. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge continuum. There's a huge continuum. Some people who are monogamous, they allow their partners to simply flirt with other people. And that's fine within the boundaries of their relationships. Other times, they allow their partners to play with other people in a non-sexual fashion. And that's perfectly acceptable also. And in within the guidelines of their relationship. And it can go all the way out to completely involving other people in or outside of their relationship. It doesn't really matter what your agreements are. And as long as they're spoken and they're above board and by by above board, what we mean is you're being honest with your partner in sharing and creating agreements together, whether it's the agreement of monogamy or the agreement of playing with another people. As long, uh, as, long as you're honest and honorable about it, you're welcome in AIS. Preaching to the choir, brother. Amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> Look, religious play on BSing with Barak and Shiva. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on to question number two? No, I don't. I don't want to move on to question number two. You I don't? want to talk about that religious play for a minute there. Yeah. yeah. Should I, I get down on my knees? No, no. I, I saw... <laughs> I, I, there were at ShibariCon, and we're not going to talk out of turn here, but there were a lot of people dressed in a religious fashion, and one of them is an acquaintance of ours. So he said we can talk about him on the show. And he was dressed as a cardinal, and we had this question out there, and maybe somebody could answer it for us. Do you call a cardinal eminence? Do you call them sir, father, his holiness? No, his holiness is the pope. Oh, his holiness is the pope. So, so would it his, be? Your grace your is grace. a bishop. Okay. Your eminence is a cardinal. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So as I see If him, anyone knows better, please feel free to send uh, us a note. <laughs> to enlighten us because really... I have never been Catholic, Christian, or otherwise, and I have no clue. And while I will get down on my knees in front of this person, he's never going to hear me call him sir again. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Speaking of, of sir, our next question says, hello, I'm sure this one is asked a lot. It actually is asked a lot, but we're going to read it anyway. But I am new and keep hearing people use dom, dominant, dominate, and top interchangeably. What's dominate? Really? <laughs> is there a difference between them? And if so, what is it? Well, let's, let's address the dominate part first. Dominant is essentially used as a noun, and it can be abbreviated as dom. And dominate is a verb. It is something you do to someone, someone or another person or a room full of people or... Or your dog. Or your dog. Or your cat does to you in this particular <laughs> case. 
And so when you use dom, dom, dominant, etc., etc., the dominant dominates someone, hence the whole term, as long as it's involved in a consensual, agreed-upon power exchange. So where does top fit in there? Top? Top is pretty simple, actually. It's, it's a tiny device that you spin on a table. Exactly. Or you can press that button that goes up and down. And I'm a brat, so I like to do that. (laughs) So a top, in my definition of top, involves the physical giving of sensation in some fashion. Where, for instance, if I were to have a flogger and I were to administer the falls of the flogger to someone else's back, to someone else's bottom, to someone else's front, etc., etc., I would be the top in that situation where I was applying a physical action to another human being. So a top could be called the doer. They and could. I'd be called the what? Do-e? Do-dee? <laughs> do-e? I've heard of do-me as in do-me queen. Exactly. I know two of those. Yeah. Exactly yeah. two. Just two. <laughs> Just two. And that's it. But when we get down to dominant... It's someone who engages in a power exchange relationship with another human being. And it's agreed upon power exchange where we have one person who agrees to subjugate themselves, to be submissive to, to agree to take the orders thereof of another human being. So these are not interchangeable in your mind. In my mind? Dominant, not interchangeable. No, a dominant can be a top and a top can be a dominant, but... I think they're two different things. I think a top is a physical interaction, Mm -hmm. and I think a dominant is more of an emotional and mental interaction Mm -hmm. that involves relationships. Mm -hmm. But I think that that they are used interchangeably by a number of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. I think, um, or having heard this when um, involved in the scene and talking to some of the newer players, what they'll say to me is, hey, I'm a dominant, and I you know, am going to flog this submissive. And I say, are they actually submitting to you, or are you just swinging a flogger and giving them some sensation? And they say, well, you know, part of it is where I do the commands and they respond to those commands. And I said, so you've created an agreement where this person will s- submit to your massive amounts of dominance. And the Dread Pirate says, of course. <laughs> so on the on the other hand, on the on the flip side of that particular coin, submissive implies that, or or the title implies, with a capital S submissive, implies that that is someone who chooses to submit to a dominant. So here's a, here's a good question that got brought up to me when we were out at Shabari Khan. Um, the uh, brand new person who um, said that she has submissive tendencies wanted to explore her submissive side more. Um, wanted to know, do you think it would be better to find someone who's experienced, or do you think it would be better to find someone who's brand spanking new? as a top or a dominant, and train them yourself. So she's new. She's new. And she wants to know whether to find a new dominant mm-hmm. or an, or a used dominant. Right. Okay. <laughs> she wants to know whether to get a new or used. <laughs> <laughs> and I told her, 
that yes. she should find one that's brand new and train it the way she wants it. <laughs> yeah, but you're a Brad and you're going to say that. Now, what I would say, I guess I would say to, the, to that question, yes, absolutely. Yes. You should get a new or use dominant. <laughs> Just find one. It doesn't really matter. However, why settle for one? Right. Why settle for one? No, but I think you should really know the, the, uh, what you're getting into. If you're buying a brand new dominant and taking him out for a test drive, perhaps you should kick be, the tires, <laughs> kick the tires. Well, you should be very <laughs> clear about what your learning curve is with that. Uh, as she says, what she was new also. Mm-hmm. So when a new, uh, a new bottom or a new submissive, um, finds a new dominant or a new top and says, Hey, I'd like to get together with you. As long as both of them are are essentially honest with one another and open to being able to communicate mm-hmm. that to each mm-hmm. other and saying, Hey, I'd really, you know, I'm new to this. And the other person says, Hey, I'm new to it too. Let's experience this together. And as long as you continue l- the learning curve together, then I think it's absolutely wonderful. I also think it's wonderful if you find an experienced top or dominant to engage with because someone who's been around a while Um, hopefully is continually learning new things and they may be able to share some techniques that they've gained over the course of years, Mm -hmm. months, days, whatever, and has a, has a, has a quicker learning curve. Mm -hmm. Another thing I suggested to the submissive was to find um, a a submissive who's been doing it longer and ask uh, about a mentoring relationship with that submissive or slave. Um, maybe you just hang with them and watch them play or talk to them about uh, what they want to find within themselves in their submissive side. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I highly recommend that if you're going to go into a mentoring relationship, you choose someone who is the same um, coming into it as you. If you're an S-type slave or submissive, I suggest that you find a slave or submissive to mentor you. If you're a D-type or a dominant, um, I would suggest that you find a mentor who who leans to that mm-hmm. side. Well, our next our next couple questions actually pertain to that very thing. Mm-hmm. So, let, and and my thought is, we you know, are we finished with this particular sure. question? Segue right into the next one. Well, I, I don't know, I don't know, because I mean, there there's a lot of things to be said about that, about the particular this particular one with the the new the uh, um. The new dominant versus the experienced dominant, etc. I think I think that it's it's really important to um, because that's how you and I started. How did we start, honey? Well, remember when you first said, "Let's go to a queue." Well, yeah, and you and and together we went up to the queue in uh, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, queue is short for Quidoshka Sexuality um, Workshop, and what happened was when you saw. The way the mask dance that was mm-hmm. uh, that allowed for um, other expressions mm-hmm. of of sexuality and in particular a power dynamic. Mm-hmm. That's what we brought. That's what I brought home. Mm-hmm. Was I wanted to explore that and I wanted to see what that was about. Um, and then from there, I mean, every one of the directions on the wheel has a different mask that you can put on, and I've put them all on and tried them all out. Mm. I'm going to keep trying them out. But as far as like where we started, I mean, going into um, munches, that was with uh, my girlfriend at the time who mm-hmm. took me to the first munch. And then I brought you in kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. And, and I realized at going back to the queue, I realized when you and I were at that queue that, that kink and SM was just one of the ways of expressing yourself in this new creative 
sexual expression is new communi- form of communication between the two of us. And to be able to bring that back um, started that seed germinating in my head. And then when you brought me to the munch, kicking and screaming, because I had no idea what I was going to, what I was getting involved in. And I thought that, that, that once I adapted the two together, that you and I grew in leaps and bounds at that point. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So I think that, that going back to the question, is it important to have a, a new dominant or, or use dominant? When you can grow together, when you can learn and share together and each bring different viewing points to the, the relationship, it's very, very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah. It's very powerful. And But if you if you start with someone new who's going to dictate to you, this is what I know, this is how to do it, et cetera, et cetera, I think that, that, that perhaps you may want to look for somebody new. But if you have somebody who's been around for a while, who's still willing to learn, who's still willing to look at new things, who's still willing to share things with you and grow, then yes. It, I, I think that there's something to be said about bumbling into it. Together. Together. Yeah. yeah. That's that's my thought. Yeah. That's, yeah, I, I really enjoy that part. So if you have, I, I, guess, I guess your impression, your thought is? My thought is bumble. Yeah, bumble. <laughs> bumble in it together. Go for the new version. Mm-hmm. And and my my thought is they smell better anyway, mm-hmm. and they're cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> my thought and is, they usually come with oil changes for the, at least the first year. <laughs> exactly. My thought is go with go with whatever turns you on, but don't ever shut down that part of you that learns and grows with the other person. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So then, we, then did we want to um, talk about mentoring, or do we want to talk about where we're going to be in a couple of weeks? Uh, let's talk about where we're going to be in a couple of weeks. Where are we going to be in a couple of weeks? I think someone has talked me into camping again. <laughs> camping? Huh? You're going to be in like a hotel room in the middle of that's a camping that's ground. That's true. It's a cabin in the woods that has a, some kind of a garden tub, and they're going to promise to keep nature at bay. <laughs> So if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Twisted Trist, www.twistedtrist.com. Mm-hmm. We're going to be uh, off in the woods of Indiana somewhere. <laughs> Who knows where? I don't know yet. I mean, know yet. And it's, it's a wonderful... We were at this last year, but this was in a different location last year. We were up in somewhere in Wisconsin in the middle of nowhere, past the Dells, past a Starbucks. Seriously, the nearest Starbucks when we went to that one was 45 minutes away. So mm-hmm. if the nearest Starbucks, this one in Indiana, is not closer, I'm going to be highly, highly angry. <laughs> yep, the folks at Twisted Trist have brought their event down to mid-Indiana. And it's you know a, what? We should talk to Starbucks about giving us some kind of a you know a bump to put into the show because I'm going to mention it a lot. I just I'm, you know. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure we're already you know it's it, and, and then you have your gold card, your Starbucks gold card. And anyway, they, <laughs> and they send her a free Starbucks every week just because she buys so fucking many of them. Okay, quit pumping Starbucks. I won't. Anyway, so <laughs> Twisted Trist is this wonderful combination of kink and woo. And in the middle of the woods for four days of fun and excitement while you're camping. And they have a swimming pool. 
Kink and woo. Kink and woo. What do you and mean by woo? Actually, we're teaching a lot of woo. We this are time. teaching a lot of woo, and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. If you're going to Trist and you want to catch a really cool class, make sure you join us for our rituals class because mm-hmm. we're going to be doing a demo that's going to blow your skull off. Do you think, honey? I think that'll make a mess. Yeah, but it's a new kind of kink. It's true. <laughs> Brain play. <laughs> Actually, I think that's an old thing. I think a lot of people are into zombies these days. I know. That's true. Anyway. So, yes, we're going to be at Twisted Trist, twistedtrist.com. And you can probably still buy tickets for maybe like two or three days after this podcast, and then you're done. But don't miss them because they will be coming back around next year. No, no, no. They're coming. They do it twice a year, don't they? Oh, do they? Yeah. They do it. Oh, that's right. In mm-hmm. late August or September. Mm-hmm. They're following us around. They are. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Stalkers. Something. <laughs> Something wild and crazy. <laughs> Anyway, it's going to be a great time in the woods of Indiana. And if you can get out there, it'll be great to see you. Speaking of stalkers, <laughs> we had a question about how to find and meet new people in the scene. Uh, people who might be interested in relationships. I mean, after all, you know, when you go to munches, it, most of them tell you this is not for hooking up, mm-hmm. you know. Which is bullshit. We all know munches are for hooking up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we discourage, we, we, at, even at our meet and greets, we discourage um, predatorial type behaviors of like, hey, I'm here to meet people. But we don't discourage to, flirting and oh, meeting totally people. Not. No, there's, there's, I suppose there's a big difference in coming to flirt, get your flirt on and have a lot of fun. And, you know, if you happen to meet somebody, that's fantastic. But if you're coming there for the specific impression to, hey, okay, so I'm going to take somebody home tonight. Yeah, that's that's really unsavory. Mm-hmm. And and it's an energy that when you put out to a bunch, people really don't like that. No. So where and how do I meet people for relationships in the scene? I think, I hate to say it, but I think we're going to have to postpone that particular question. And the reason we're going to have to postpone that particular question. What's the reason, Beric? <laughs> <laughs> the reason is because that's going to be the subject of our first article for Sex Is Magazine. That's right, folks. We are going to be writing for Sex Is Magazine on an online magazine all about sex and kink and relationships. And we are really excited to... Uh, to have our first article out in June. Yep, and we'll, we're, agree, we're going to give you the address here. Everybody ready for the address? Are you ready? Get your pens. Get, get your, your pens, pens out. Here we go. www.edenfantasys.com backslash sex is. So it's edenfantasies.com backslash S-E-X-I-S, one word, Sexist Magazine. And, and it doesn't cost you a thing nope, nope. to go out there and read the articles. And there are numerous authors who um, ha- who are big names in the kink scene who have written some really great articles for them in the past. Mm-hmm. And some of their, some of their, magazine, some of their magazine writers uh, are major presenters in the in the in the kink community you'll find uh, a lot of people you know are on there and we're not even going to start mentioning their names because they haven't uh, paid us to plug them so we're not going to and we can tell you that we're going to be writing at least a monthly article and we may actually do a 
a bi-monthly. The one will be an article and one might be Barak and Sheba says. Or it might be some porn. Or it might be some kind of crazy wild ass porn that gets Sheba all hot, hot and, and bothered. bothered. Anyway, so you can find us there. We're also going to, we'd also like to talk to you for a moment to do the, the plug. We'd like to plug Erotic Awakenings with Dan and Dawn, which is a weekly podcast. It's an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. Join your friends, Dan and Dawn, as they share their involvement in everything from sacred sexuality to fetishes, power exchange relationships and leather life, BDSM to polyamory, as well as simply fun kink. Do we get to do we get to talk about AIS too? We do. Columbus's kinky fun group that we run, and our new event that's or our next event that's going to be happening on September ninth and tenth. Ninth and tenth. Woohoo! Cool. I got the dates right. <laughs> I don't even get our anniversary right. <laughs> but when it comes to kink, I know where I need to be and when I need to be there. And where I need to be is Cope. Make sure you get your tickets. They're on sale now, and they're going fast, folks. Mm-hmm. And if you don't or aren't able to afford cope, which is always a vague possibility, it could happen. Sometimes we oh come on, we're the cheapest event in the Midwest. We are, we are <laughs> we are certainly one of the cheapest events in the Midwest. But if you miss that, we also have the Rope Bondage Intensive with Lee Harrington that is coming up on July the twenty third. Mm, that's going to be a blast. Time. That is thirty five dollars for the intensive. Or $20 for the AIS, second annual AIS champagne room party that night. Or you can get them both for $50. And that event is one of the only AIS event of events that you'll be able to actually purchase tickets at the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last time we had that, it was amazing. We had it last year at this time. It was amazing. We had... Uh, Who did we have last year? We had Lokai. We had Lokai. With, with a little help from Great Answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the house was packed. Mm-hmm. We had uh, over 200 uh, people in the party that night, and it was a blast. Yeah. So we're looking forward to another great event there. So if you can't get out to cope, or if you want something in the meantime, July 23rd, mm-hmm. on our website, you can take a look at how to get more information on that. Not only that, but we have my uh, my motorcycle ride coming up in August as well. Mm-hmm. Is that August 14th? Mm, you're going to have to look on the website for that one. <laughs> Oh, damn it. I forgot another date. (laughs) But that's going to be a nice leisurely ride through the rolling hills of uh, central Ohio or Columbus, Ohio, and and then out into the Hocking Hills somewhere or down in Hillsboro or up to Mount Vernon or God knows where we're going to go. But it's going to be a great time. And it is. It's it's actually August 13th, and it is out there set up as an event on FetLife. Um, And if you want to send me an email, too, at uh, barakinshiba at AOL. I can answer any questions that you have about it. Mm-hmm. So AIS has a real lot of things going on this A real summertime. lot? Really? A real lot. It really has a lot. <laughs> it, there are so many things that AIS has this this summertime that you won't even have a chance to blink twice and it'll be a next AIS. So we've come to the end of our very first podcast mm-hmm. as BSing with Beric and Sheba. And we really want to thank you for listening. And we really want to thank you for your questions. Mm -hmm. And we really want to let you know that we want more questions. Um, You can friend us on FetLife and send us questions there. Um, You can send questions to us at barakandsheba at AOL.com. Or you can catch us at a munch and ask us a question. um, And then we'll talk about you and your question on the next podcast. That's great. So we will see you next month on the first Monday of the month for Let's Talk About Kink. 
BSing with Barrick and Sheba. And we are out of here. Okay, turn it off.